Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pretty Bubbles podcast with myself, Daryl, Mig, Jamie and James. How are we doing, fellas? <laughs> it just It's becoming a little bit boring, isn't it? Like another win, another win. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that a few months ago? Eh? It's, it's, a bit, like, like, it's a bit boring winning games. <laughs> Guys, I've got a question. Daryl, are we safe? No. <laughs> going to keep saying no, we keep winning games. Um, so currently it is... Two minutes past eight, and we are currently, well, we're back to fifth if you go on live points because Liverpool have technically got a point at the moment. Uh, but we're, curr- we're currently sitting fourth in the league, guys, uh, with a 3-2 victory against Palace. Uh, can't be much better than that. We'll, uh, we'll discuss the game. We'll discuss transfers. There's a little bit of breaking news in the last sort of couple of minutes come through. Um, and I believe that I believe the Ben Rama news was today, but that's been rumoured for a couple of days. So we'll talk that, and then we'll discuss... Um, a Champions League clash against Liverpool on Sunday. So, uh, first questions first. Mick, how is the new gaff as you missed out on that last podcast? Oh, he's a bit cutty outy. So, uh, shocking. Well, uh, that's, that's, that's a good start. There he is, he's back. So, how's the new house, Mick? Yeah, it's not bad. We're still sort of living in bo- boxes and trying you're to find shit. Bo- Do you say you're living, yeah, living in boxes? Living in boxes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's it's not too bad. You can see this room that I'm in is quite cavernous and empty at the moment. Uh, so like we've still got late after you finish after you've started eating dinner. <laughs> empty, <laughs> never leaves anything on his plate. Mister Gravy Man over there. <laughs> is this the new food podcast you two have been discussing, setting up, or is this the West Ham podcast, the Two Fat Bastards podcast? Um, exactly. Oh, and we've got some breaking news. Spurs go one nil up. I'm behind. Um, yes, so am I. Son, 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 one nil. Um, so we are back down. To, we're back down to fifth, definitely. Of course, um, of course, I took Son out of my fantasy team this week, and I've got Son. And I've got Son in my fantasy team this week. Get in, um, James. As you're very quiet at the moment, let's go to you about your first initial thoughts of the Palace victory on Tuesday night. Pain assist. What a performance! I eh? just said that. <laughs> nah, we we played well. It, it's up there with arguably one of the better ones we've had this year. Um, I feel like. Across the park, a lot of players were giving were giving hundred percent. There wasn't many players um, that I could fault with criticisms to at all. Not not off the top of my head. Not without thinking like deep into it. Um, I thought Ben Rama probably possibly could have had his best game so far. Um, and I don't know. I'd, like there was, I, I suppose the, the only criticism I, I can have is the fact that. We hit the post a few times and didn't take a chance. It could have been out of sight. But, um, look, we're on cloud nine, aren't we, at the end of the day? I can't... I can't when, we're, when we're winning games and we've just had, like, five wins on the trot... And you can't. still find something to moan about. We, can't, we, we hit the post no, no, no. too many times. No, 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 no. You, you, <laughs> I had a feeling that you was waiting for something for me to say. So I thought I'd give you something, at least. That what, what more can we ask for? We're on cloud nine. We're sat like as a fan base, we should just take it all in why why it's lasting, you know. It's, it's, the shit's gonna hit the fans eventually, um, but hopefully not too drastically that you know we fall out of out of the uh, the competition places. But you know, we just got to enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, Jamie, give me your thoughts on the game. I'm. I actually think this might have been one of our best performances all season. 
just because of everything that came about from it. We went down one nil early. A lot of times before, I think we would have been like, this is over, we're not coming back. I wasn't. I thought we could. And then for the rest of the game, we absolutely battered them. 3-2 flatters Palace. It massively does. It should have been a lot more. And I, totally do, massively, massively. I, I do agree. Um, I don't know if you two have updated it. It's back to nil-nil. Goals ruled offside. Hey! So, uh, we're back to nil-nil, but Jeez, we're Jeff. still in fifth place. Um, Mick, your thoughts, initial thoughts on the game? Yeah, similar, really. Um, we were by far the better team. Um, as Jamie said, when you go one nil down after, what was it, three, four minutes or something, you, you normally we're fearing the worst. And it was, But it was very key that we got that equaliser early doors. Um, I think it was one all after like nine minutes. Assist, though, as well. Yeah, great little flick on from Antonio. Even the ball from Fournals in as well I, was good. I think the Fournals ball is even better. Yeah, so it's. I was, I was chatting to um, my old manager, actually, who was a Palace fan, who was uh, not too impressed with their display. And his exact words were, we should be taken out to a dark corner of the car park, shot and shot again, then taken to the nearest canal, weighed down with rocks and thrown in. <laughs> Is he <okay>? so, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit concerned about it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but we, yeah, we sh- we could have scored six, seven in that game, and no one would have really thought it was unjust or anything like that. Um, Antonio hitting the post twice. I don't know. How, he could have easily had a hat trick. Um, but <coughs> as long yeah. as we're making those chances, there's not really too <laughs> much to worry about. Yeah, I thought Fournals played really well yesterday. Yeah, yeah I definitely want to talk about Fournals in a minute for sure. Um, you said about the chances there, and obviously James said about hitting a post. I f- it was just just around Christmas time. I think it was in between sort of Christmas and New Year. The the, the comment come up. We we look like we're struggling to create chances now. Yeah. We've got a lot of the ball. I think it might be new, James. We don't look like we're going to score yeah. many goals. The difference Antonio makes to that side it's huge is unbelievable because we just look like every time we get the ball, we're going to create something. Yeah, and that obviously comes from deep Ben Rama. And again, I, I want to talk about him because I thought that was his best, best performance for us um, on Tuesday. Bowen is really coming into his own in the last couple of weeks. I actually thought this and was four now, uh, so I meant four now. It was Bowen's quietest game for West Ham for a long time. But four now is just fantastic yet again. But I, can I also add, it also feels though, I can't remember the last time we had a game where all three of them in that lineup had a bad game. It always, I don't like, think Bowen had a bad game. Bowen no. actually done a lot more to help Kufau out than go forward this week. Yeah, true. Like, he had he had Eze and Zaha to step up against down one side, and I thought Bowen done a cracking job. Mm. Um, look, we are. You, that is a performance that we you won't see that every week from West Ham, but at the moment we keep grinding that results. Like one nil down again, we could have literally have just gone. Oh, we're not getting back into this. Mm. We back into it, and then we're dominant. We were. Dominant for ninety minutes that game. Yeah. Right. Can I, can I um, ask? Is there a more whiny footballer in the Premier League than Wilfred Zaha? Oh, yeah. Every time he gets tackled, no matter how fair the tackle is, he just moans about it, and he always looks like he's going to cry. Did, Did he have a little Instagram moan up? Post? He had a little moan up on Instagram about it after, didn't he? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I saw that. He wants. He's basically claiming people want him to fail, but he's the he's the modern problem with footballers. Like it's always people like him and Grealish are the, yeah, the they're pro- cut from the same cloth, aren't they? 
Yeah. As good as they are, they they create issues and why literally minimalistic contact is literally yeah. given penalties these days. But... Is, I don't I don't even think he's as he's not as bad as Grealish in terms of diving and throwing himself about or anything like that. He just hates being tackled fairly. He like he uh, he, don't get me wrong, he does get clattered sometimes because of the sort of player he is. He is skilled yeah. more and he is quick. But he gets tackled very well and very fairly. And he just <coughs> throws his arms about all over the place. And mm. I just can't get on his wavelength what he's thinking. Uh, the thing is, I think West Ham fans, we, we're so used to players that are honest and like Antonio that we expect every player to be that, uh, to play with that sort of level of pride and stature and sort of thing so when players do do what Grealish and what Saha do it just frustrates us massively as a fan base and are you, the players are you saying we've got no well. player that dives no I'm not saying that Daryl okay. don't you don't have to pick holes in that <laughs> I can't wait but, for the Liverpool game when someone dives but what I'm saying is that it's not it's just not drummed into them to be like that is it like they scrape for every ball in our team and you know, but you know, you might have the odd one, but it's not. It's not as cop- like, even players that were like Payet, he weren't really prone to diving. He dived was... a couple of times. I must yeah, say, yeah, but not like these guys. Like Sahar is every time he's got the ball, and Grealish every time. The thing he's... I will say about Payet is he really well. He was very skillful in that play. He wouldn't play. He wouldn't throw it around. Most for the most part. I'm good sound at like, you sound yeah. like an alien, me. Yeah, you are really, really, really struggling a lot. <laughs> turn, your cam- turn your camera off and it yeah. might help the connection. Yeah, turn your camera off, see what happens. Um, we'll come back to Matt in a minute. <laughs> I don't know if he can hear us or not. <laughs> right. he's, he's gone. Um, yeah, I'm sure Mig will be back in a minute. <coughs> um, this this move I want to talk about, um, again, the defensive the defensive display again. I know we conceded two goals, and the first, and, but I thought again we were solid. It was just a matter of you take out the first five minutes we weren't awake, and the last five minutes we we weren't awake. It, they didn't challenge us. They did not challenge us. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I think we even said it. Um, if we hadn't won that game last night, that wouldn't have been on Moyes. That would have been on all of the players, uh, just because of. He got the system right. Defensively, though, it just it feels like this lineup, this back five we've got with the goalkeeper, is literally solid. I wouldn't change it at all. I'm, I'm even. I think Craig Dawson should be signed permanently now. Oh, what a, what a player! Let's talk about our mate Dawson. I will, um, I will say <laughs> that I, I read earlier on that Watford have put it to us and that we can sign him in this window, um, and move up the signing. Of him, if we want to do it before the window's out. Does anyone so, know the fee? I I heard it was about two and a half. That's just a no-brainer. But yeah, um, I, I the thing is, if you've done that now as well, you then open up another loan spot for um, because Jay obviously, well, Lingard yeah. Lingard's pretty much done because Ben Rama's been signed. But obviously, we'll come on to all that in a little while. I'm um, glad he's proved himself now, though, because I'm always was a bit unsure with him at first, weren't he? Ben Rama. Yeah. yeah well, right, let's talk let's talk Ben Rama. Yeah, Ben Rama the other day was phenomenal. Um but I thought his best kind of pitch by Marl and he's he's pretty much in that if it's a big game now, he's undroppable by Moyes at the moment, I believe. I like I like the fact that 
the three of them are kind. If any, if anyone that hasn't kind of sort of improved, is probably uh, like recently. It's probably Bowen, although he's he's always consistently like good in like what he does, like the way he's direct. But I feel like um, when if you're comparing how they sort of, if you was to put them on a bar graph, like uh, sorry, like a line graph where it goes up, you'd you'd see the sort of slight improvement from. Four nails from Bowen Rama. I feel like Bowen hasn't actually gone up a little. Yeah, but then, you know? but but you can't you can't say it because Bowen hit the ground running from the start of last when he when he joined. So Bowen's exactly going to be at a higher level anyway than these guys that start low. So Bowen's probably just hit a line and he's plateaued where these guys are now starting to hit form and coming up. Probably catching him up. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying now. Um, which is great because. You know, there's one thing that we we often get at West Ham is that we'll make a play, we'll sign a player, and they just they just just don't meet up to their expectations. But these guys that have come in recently just have just ex- exceeded. That's what Moyes has really put an emphasis on. He's not gone and signed people that were 28, kind of one last big paycheck, a big five year contract, see out their career in ease. He's got players from the Championship who are 23, 24. Improving players, players that are looking to move up and ultimately looking maybe to go to a better club than West Ham or put West Ham where they want to be playing. And that's just the right way of going about it. Like, let's be honest, someone like Suchek, it was reported today how much he's changed the attitude of the club. Yeah, that was amazing. That uh, Did you, did all you guys I actually see that? that. I'll, read, I'll read that out right now. Yeah, um, it was great. I, I saved that as a picture. Um, so... It said Suchek, I've only got sort of half of it that I've read. Uh, Zuchek and Kufau played a huge part in changing the mindset of West Ham, turning some players into workaholics. The pair visit the training base every day, even if the rest of the squad are at home, to put in extra work. And that has apparently worked with um, Yarmolenko, who turns up pretty much every day as well. Bowen's been standing behind at training. Cresswell's been standing behind at training. So, well, fair play to them two lads that have come in and uh, changed the uh, changed the the emphasis of what it is to play for the club again philosophy how many players in this current West Ham team would you say are Deadwood now like he's got rid of Haller who he saw as Deadwood there's no one really dead I can think of off the top of my head that just feels like same a... as same as Snod- Snodgrass has gone he was sort of Deadwood coming up to it Noble's your only one but no, we know Noble's not going anywhere and he's going to see his career out he's going to play in cup games um, he's going to come on 10 minutes to go see games out that's his role now that's it. Yeah. yeah. All I'll say is bloody Eastern Europeans coming over here showing us how to do our jobs properly. Oh, no. Tell me about it, yeah. <laughs> uh, Diop's not Deadwood because of his age and he's still That's, got potential yeah. to be a seriously good defender. Um, I think the only one that, if I was a player in the team, I think the only one I would worry about my future would probably be Fredericks. Oh, because... I, I'm sorry, he's Deadwood. I think, yeah. Because I think... Unless, you know, we are looking to rest players, I can't see him getting anywhere near the team um, because he's not a left-sided player. So he's not got Johnson's versatility. Um, like I think there's a place for him still at our current squad depth because we've not progressed, moved on yet. But just say we have, we finished the season in the top eight. Let's just be realistic. Maybe top 10 because we're being realistic, actually. We finished the season in the top 10. And we've progressed as a club. Uh, we've got a good summer window. Maybe we're bringing one player. Um, 
you know, everyone has their own ideas of who, who, which position we need to cover. But if we're to go up a level, we're going to need someone to rival, potentially to be as good as almost as uh, as Shufal on the right side. I don't think so. A, but uh, so that's fine. That's you, if you don't think that, that's fine. Yeah. But um, like me personally, think we need another centre midfield cover oh, in the so. middle. But um, if we was to let anyone go, like would would uh, would Fredericks be one to let go? This is my this is my thought on that. My thought on that is, you bang on, he'd be the one that let, that's let go. And he's been rumoured to be let go for a while now, um, and I think that will happen in the summer. But you have got. I don't think you need to sign a replacement right back at the moment because you've got Johnson that can play there. Obviously, he can play on the left as well. You've got Masawaka at the moment that can slot in at left back if need be when he's when fit. We know we need a new left back in the coming years, so that's the first, that's one I'd rather have. And apparently, it's Harrison Ashby that played in the League Cup first yeah, leg. Yeah. I think he's I've, go, yeah, he's going to be once, he's going to be very very good. So for me, next year he's the one that comes up and plays in the cup fixtures. So and basically, start letting him, yes. uh, yeah, because we're, we've said we want, young be players. Worried a little bit then, we want young yeah, players coming through. Fun. We want young players coming through. We want them to start playing first team football. Um, Ashby's the one I'd look at of pushing up and progressing along with um, Ben Johnson. So we've had somebody good right backs in the last couple of years, Johnson and Gakia, um, and this Harrison Ashby. He's one they talk well, he's centre half right back. Yeah, how's he so, getting on at Watford? He's playing. He's Is definitely he? playing. Yeah, I've yeah. Not, I've, I don't know I've any not stats. Heard anything in, about so. him? Um, so I bet he feels like a right knob. Yeah, <laughs> he he was he that was his position in Wales. They, they wouldn't have bought Kufal. But then we wouldn't have our best mate, no. would we? It, it's yeah, a blessing exactly. in disguise, to be honest. It's a blessing in. So I've just looked it up. He's played twenty games, sixteen starts, one hundred and thirty one thousand three hundred seventy-two minutes with no goal contributions for Watford this season mm. in the it's league. A lot of, a lot of game time. I had. A, I was going to ask a question actually. So, um, how, out of the, what is it, 20 games we're in this season now, how many times do you reckon Jared Bowen has played 90 minutes? Two. We, we kind of talked about this last week. I think he's played about three. I'm going to go with five. <laughs> You're all wrong. It was four. Ah! <laughs> I was looking at it because it, it just seems to be a running joke now. He, he always comes off between like 70 and 85 minutes. Almost like Claudio Ranieri. So I've got a question for you, Mick, because we definitely spoke about this on the last podcast. That mean you didn't listen to the last podcast? Not yet, no. And you moaned at me for not listening to the other one. No, 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 no. He's got a fair reason. He's moved house. Why are you COVID, you bellend? Yeah. Yeah, so you were laying there doing nothing all day after moving. Your ears ain't ill, mate. The COVID coming out of my ears was unbelievable. It's like listening to the shit that Jamie talks all the time. It's killing me. Hey. Um, right. Um, let's uh, talk about Antonio. Um, bad bad day at the office. Um, I wouldn't even say it was a bad day at the office. He got a good assist. He it, just was for, it was for his finishing. It's bad day at the office for his finishing. But we'll take it if he bags, bags one against Liverpool on Sunday. One? Oh, three. <laughs> well, one nil would do me. Especially with... Um the makeshift nature of Liverpool's central defence at the moment. Mm. Well, imagine imagine him up Fabinho, against Henderson. Fabinho's Please. apparently injured. Bad, yeah, like, Fabinho ain't playing tonight, is he? So, no, yeah. Matip and Henderson are centre-halves, right? So if he's up against Henderson, whoo! <coughs> yeah, he won the youngsters. 
Oh, even even that is it. Um, one of the youngsters is so Phillips. slow. Yeah, him. He's so <laughs> Antonio. Thing is, he, he played against us earlier in the season, didn't he? And he just won everything in the air. But if he had Antonio's pace up yeah. against him, yeah, definitely. It'd be it'd be interesting. Um, that we'll come up to Liverpool in in the in the coming minutes, but. Right now, when you watch them play, they're not they're not nothing to be worried about when we're playing like we are. I I just I'm I'm not confident, but I do have hope going into this game. Like it's just if we lose, I wouldn't be shocked, but I would also wait a second, something gonna score. No, they're not. No. Um I just think with at this moment in time, there's a real chance that this team just matches up against them. It's kind of the ideal time. I, I, I'm, it's, I'm not. Yeah. It's the same thing, isn't it? Don't concede early, like Everton. Don't concede early. Get yourself into the fixture because if you concede early against, they can easily go on a run and bag bag a couple in very quickly. That's the sort of team Liverpool are. If you stay in the fixture, there's nothing stopping us scoring goals. Yeah, definitely. nothing stopping us scoring goals. So, so nil nil. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Um, Thomas Suchek. Yeah. One, what a guy. I like him. Uh, I, I, I saw a tweet about, I don't know if I shared it with you guys or not, um, about him that said, uh, Thomas Suchek simultaneously seems to score every single week, but has only ever scored eight Premier League goals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been tweeted before. He scored 10 now. Can I ask you a question about him very quickly? And while we're doing that, I'll break... Uh, a little bit of news for us as a podcast and what we're doing going forward. So Monday night is transfer deadline uh, day. We are, we'll be doing our first live episode via Twitch, uh, which will then be posted onto YouTube and as a podcast as well. Uh, we should be doing that. And we'll also, in the sort of quieter moments of that episode, which will run for about an hour and a half, we'll be doing our player awards for the season. Is Zuchek, Zuchek's got me right up there for how many years right now, right? Um... He's, he's up there, he's up but then there. again, it's it's there's so many candidates this year for uh, once. Normally, fair, it's it's Declan Rice, and that's it's it. also it's a half season, so in theory, this game shouldn't be included because it's in the second part of the season. We'll call it the first twenty games of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we did to do this ages ago, and it just kept getting delayed. I was listening to another podcast, and they they were discussing how they put a, a poll out. Some of you might know um, what I'm talking about. Won't mention it, but. The, uh, they put a poll out on uh, which player between the 15-16 season, the bowling one, and this one, making a start in 11, who would you pick? And it was literally like 80-20 for in favour for this current squad. I well, think you've got to think. Ogbonna was, in, Ogbonna was in both. Creswell? Creswell was in both. Antonio was in both. Nobles in both. Nobles in both. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, yeah. I think the thing, the difference is between that squad is we had one standout player, who without him we just weren't the same. Whereas yeah, this is in both. Yeah. Whereas this time round we just we don't rely on one player anywhere as near as much. Maybe you can argue Antonio because we struggled more without him, but we still won games and picked up points without him. Yeah. Um, Whereas here, I feel I feel like we're much more well-rounded. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt I, I Just interesting. Agree. Is there any more um, players and stuff you want to talk about from the Palace game? Uh, 
Uh, Aaron Cresswell, your best mate. Once uh, we're not to... talking about Cresswell tonight. Can I, can I just mention uh, Vladimir Sufal is absolutely naughty nutmeg. He's just a naughty player, mate. <laughs> <laughs> naughty, player. naughty, naughty boy. He is. I love him, and he's very quickly becoming uh, a firm fave. We um. So my old dear and my dad uh, bought me Why the West Ham away. Sh- bought me the West Ham away shirt for, me birth- uh, for Christmas, um, and it was too big. Can't believe it. Get out of here. <laughs> they bought me in tent size. It was too big. Um, <laughs> but so when they sent it back because the shops were open, they were they were offering a free name on the back. Oh. And stupidly, I went with Suchek instead of Sufal. I'm gutted now. Oh, I'm gutted. But nice. I, went, I went with my mate Suchek and he just keeps banging goals. To be honest with you, I'm shocked you didn't go for Creswell. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> nice. I'd, I'd, I'd have put Creswell on the back and burnt it. What a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Daryl slagged off Creswell, like, Creswell's just been like, I'm, I'm a baller. Yeah, I'd just... do, do it for my team, mate. I'd do it for my team. Um, right. Actually, quickly, um, they, you know the oh, the who scored stats um, mm. and they grade everyone out of 10. Um, Thomas Suchek was in their team of the first half of the season mm. on stats. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Very, good very man. good player. Good um, buzzing to have him. Probably, he's probably going to be the first one looked at to looked at to be signed by a big club. Now, I, I don't know where he'd go. We're huge now. <laughs> we I are. Uh, there was rumours of Munich, but does he sign to Munich's side? I don't want to sound bad. He ain't, he's not that good. As good as he is, he's not what buying... That's I think I like him with Rice. Rice does a lot of... Like, I know we said the other day what he does, shielding the defence. But as Rice also, he's got Rice there who does a lot of that stuff. And then Zutik can just push. Yes. That's what annoys me about media, social media, with like any player, like you're not allowed to be good at play for West Ham for some strange reason. You have to just like you you automatically have to be too good for West Ham. Like, why is Payet playing for West Ham? Why was why is Rice should be not shouldn't be playing for West Ham? Like the Kenyo, the only reason he's played for West Ham is because they were the only ones that were taking. Well that's, that's just, quite a good segment, James, because Jamie put it on the Facebook uh, on the group chat earlier on. Um the Sky Sports presenter, um, I can't think of his name, said like Carve Solikov. Solikov. Um, he said like, why are we not dis- why are we not talking about West Ham more? Um, they're we're not they're very underappreciated at the moment. We are. We're fourth in the league for a reason right now. Um, all right, we've had a nice run of games and the run gets a little bit harder as we go on. But we've we've been brilliant this year. So why are we not being spoke about? It was also in I believe and again you can't um you can't believe a lot was said, said in papers and blah, blah, blah. But it was an article on the Daily Mail, which I believe came out this morning. It was um, the top six contenders in the Premier League um, tightly bunched and chasing the title, something like that. And we were not mentioned at all. But we're sit, currently sitting fourth. So we, are, we, are we a contender for the Premier League right now? I oh, know, we're invisible, aren't we? Let's... We are a contender right now. Yes, it's, wait, it's wait, very now, unlikely. We're in relegation. Yeah, we're, we're, in both, <laughs> we're in both battles, mate. We're in both battles. Um, we are, but right now we're fourth in the league. You've only like look at Leicester when they've done it. You, you, you're a contender right now. I, I, I'm still thinking top ten, honestly. I've... Yes, I'm IJ, but right now we're fourth in the league, fourth in the Premier League. We're six points off top. Admittedly, City yeah. have got a game. Oh no! Yeah, it's right. We're, we're there, and we should be spoke about more. In all seriousness, if we really want to be considered one of them teams, our next two games are Liverpool away and Aston Villa away. No, sorry, Liverpool at home. Four Villa point. Away. If you take four points out of that, you're buzzing. 
Yeah, I think to be fair, if we take three points out of that, I'm buzzing. No, Villa had a Villa had a big slip up this week, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. If you beat Liverpool, draw Villa, I think more that way round. You've then got to be saying top ten ain't your target anymore. You've got to be looking at your even top if 10. you draw Liverpool and beat Villa. I think more because if you beat Liverpool, it really puts a stance down. Like it's Liverpool you're beating, you're not beating Villa. It really says to the rest of the league, like yeah. But then you look at some of these games like we're watching now. The amount of them that end up sort of nil-nil and the bigger games are nil-nil. You have to beat the teams below you. Obviously, Villa will class as around us. You have to beat those teams. Liverpool is a game. If we come out with a point, I'll be buzzing with a point, Sunday. Absolutely about, buzzing. How about we just go and beat them both? Or that. Yeah. Or that. Yeah, Same um, game, isn't it? Really? Right, we're going to quickly talk transfers because James has got to leave us early and then we'll very quickly discuss Liverpool for James to give us his score. Um, transfers, so... Are we, not doing uh, a, are we not doing a goal? We're not doing a goal. Uh, we will do, we will do, but we'll do transfers first. Um, ben Rama is now officially a West Ham United uh, player on a permanent deal. Um, apparently, twenty-six million um, is the fee. Um, that is a few add-ons and stuff like into that onto that twenty-six mil. Um, that is to open up a loan um, space for uh, UK players, UK-based players. You know, they're two a season. Domestic. Uh, which now looks like it is agreed that West Ham, which says West Ham have agreed to take Manchester United midfielder Jesse Lingard online for the rest of the season. Um, I know, well, we've obviously all spoke about it, and I know it's a bit mixed um, vibes on Lingard, but let's just discuss him. Um, I'm quite happy with it. He's an extra, an extra player in that midfield. He can play centre midfield. We know he can, and right now he's better than Noble. Um, it's if we if we are missing that. Um, player going forward, he can play that as well. I think it's a very good utility player to have. It's another good quality number. I can't see why that's why people are getting upset of it. It's not that I'm getting upset. So it's more I'll, I'll take it because it's another number. I just think it's not really in a massive position of need. I would much rather if say it was Billy Gilmore who has now been linked as wanting to go out on loan or Jesse Lingard, I'd rather have Billy Gilmore. It's just in a position more of need. But I do agree. And maybe I mean, that comes to fruition. I've had a bet with my lot that if Jesse Lingard plays one more game in an international tournament of England, I've got to get a tattoo of him on my body anywhere. So I don't want him to play football. Hopefully he plays He comes in as a stormer of a season and then What's he's on the plane. <laughs> and I'm there like, oh no. <laughs> um, but, brilliant. I think... I think it might have been Ian Wright that said it. Or someone put tweeted it. It it would be great for Lingard to come to a club like West Ham, who are playing with bundles of confidence right now. There's no pressure on him like there is at United to play well and fire. He can just come in and enjoy his football again. He's had a terrible couple of years with um, family problems, and I, I believe mental health has played a part in that. It's 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 sort of a it's it's a definitely win win for him. Um, and why can't it be a win win for us after for, for six months? If he comes in and fires, we're laughing because he is a he's a he's played Champions League, he's played it in national football. It just adds quality. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've not really got a problem with it. Like, don't get me wrong, it, it's I'd I'd say it's not a backward signing at all in the slightest. It's more of just uh oh, okay then, sort of signing. It's not someone that we're like like desperate for, but yeah, he'll do a job, he'll fill in. Like I have all confidence that he'll come on the pitch and, and play, you know, he won't do any worse than what we've got on the pitch already. Um 
I thought in the days he was an England international. Uh, he's had experience in a World Cup. He's he's not he's no he's just a player that's just suffering from a little bit of you know lack of form I think and yeah. like, there's obviously a player in there somewhere and hopefully Moyes and the boys like in the confident squad that we've got the good chemistry morale they'll bring that side of him back out. Mick, what's your very quick thoughts before we go to a goal? Yeah, as I said to you guys earlier, and I'm on a similar like line of thought to Jamie in that he's just not really what we need. Um, I, I appreciate he's got more of a versatility about him. He can be used as a utility player. Um, but we're also talking about a man who's had one goal and no assists in the last season and a half of football. Yeah, and his goal was a goalkeeping mistake. But he has, he's not yeah. played a lot. Yeah, and I, I get that, but like he hasn't. The second half of last season, he didn't play much. He, he played quite a bit at the start of last season. I think I don't think he's played in the league at all this season. No. Um, but I mean, if if you can get the Lingard back from sort of 2017 to 2018, 2019, then there was definitely a player in there, and he he, he put in some good performances for United. So if you can get that out of him, then I have no problems with it. At all. I'm just not that confident that he is going to greatly improve the squad. Harry Kane injured again. Um, Are you kidding me? Does not look good for Harry Kane right now. Um, That's the second time he's been down in the game. Um, Right, let's move on to a goal and then we'll discuss Liverpool. Um, Anyone got an idea? My only idea is Alma Fatano scoring at home. Um, I believe that was the season before the 2016. It might have been actually 2016. So we talk, this is at home, isn't it? We are at home, mate, yeah. Uh, it's it's an FA Cup goal, but Ogbonna's 120th minute header to beat them in the FA Cup in 2016. I I like that goal. That was yeah. a good goal when I was there. I must we'll say go, we'll go with that one then if if it can be found. If not, we'll we'll let James pick anything else. So hopefully this is the uh, Angelo Ogbonna goal from 2016. I'll be shocked if he can't. Collins. Is there? Ogbonna's there. Carroll's there. Oh, it's there! It is Ogbonna! West Ham have won it in the most dramatic fashion. The delivery was worth the wait. It hasn't been Pyatt's most profitable night, but he put it where Ogbonna came in and the header was absolutely perfect. Okay, that was a goal against Liverpool. It should be Ogbonna, but again, we've changed it so many times. Uh, we've said a goal, and it's we can't find this goal, so we really should Depends look. Depends how used James is being. Yeah, we should really look. <laughs> we should really look before in the future. We should be more professional, James. Um, <laughs> right, Liverpool. <He's> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Liverpool at home uh, on Sunday, which I believe is the thirty-first of correct January. I am correct. Good. Um, early thoughts. James, just go with you in case you've got to leave us. Early thoughts of the game against Liverpool on Sunday. Um, I'm a, I'm not, I'm not as confident. Like I feel, I feel like one thing for sure is that we're going to turn up and be, you know, ready to work and make it difficult for them. Uh, a lot more so than what we have done in previous years at home. Um, I am a little bit. It's hard to say really because. Recently, I've been going into games thinking, do you know what? This team are filling me with so much confidence. I know something's going to happen all the time. Um, 
I'm going to be the negative Nancy in this one. I don't want to. I just think we might get put in our place a little bit on Sunday. Um, and I think we're going to come close and make chances. But I do think that Liverpool are going to beat us on the day. And my prediction will be a 2-0 loss. Now, I don't want to be the, uh, you know, the rain cloud over our parade. But I honestly don't think we'll have a bad performance. I just think we'll just sort of see. I'm hoping I'm wrong, obviously. And I hope it, like, I am completely the opposite of that. Uh, and the boys have got the potential to be the opposite of that. And Liverpool aren't their strongest at the moment. So if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now that we're going to do it. Um, you know, but, you know, sometimes all things come to an end and hopefully it's just one blip. Fair enough. Do you want to give me a prediction before you leave? Yeah, 2 0 to Liverpool. 2 0 Liverpool, yeah? Did yeah. you already say that? You're yeah. obviously paying attention, Doubt. I was reading Twitter. Um, yeah, I couldn't bother listening to you, mate. Sorry. Um, sorry. Right. Uh, if James will say, obviously stay in the chat for as long as you want, but we'll say yeah, bye yeah. in case you do go. Um, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, thoughts of <laughs> the game against Liverpool on Sunday? I think for me, I'm mainly looking for a good performance, but I, I, I kind of expect that going in. I, I'm actually expecting a Liverpool win. I'm going to predict a Liverpool win. But there is real spots we can get at them, like at the defence, the centre-backs, even... I trust someone like Fournals or Ben Rama to get at someone like Trent at the moment, who's really struggling. I just think the key is, as much as I've raved about it, and we all have, can the defence stop that front three? Because ultimately, the front three is still great. Salah's still a top three player in the league. Mane's still class. Firmino less so. It's just, I'm not sure we'll be able to do that. I do think we'll score. I actually think we, uh, this might be a little bit of a thriller. I'm going to go 3 to Liverpool. I, I, I actually think this might be a fun game to watch for a neutral. So, 2-0 Liverpool incoming. Me? It's, yeah, I think... I'm going into this game with, like, no result would overly shock me. Um, I think the most shocking thing was would be, like, if we got thumped. Which, mm. don't get me wrong, could happen. But I can't see it at the moment with the confidence that's going through the squad. Um, I've got I've got my stats ready for you quickly. He's so a stat man. We've played 142 games against Liverpool. How many we won? Is this all with... comps? This is all comps. Okay, I'm going to go with 38. I'm going to go 43. 27. 28. Oh! <laughs> How? How We've we won one twenty eight, drawn thirty seven, and lost seventy seven. Jesus! Uh, they are, last they time are an absolute powerhouse of football though, for donkeys. Yeah, seventies. Yeah, so David. The last time we beat them was that FA Cup win in twenty sixteen, and we actually beat them three times that season. Yeah, um, three nil, yeah. three nil away in the league uh, right at the start of the season. Speaking I like, was playing at. Harlow Town away in a cricket that day. <laughs> I was I was batting uh, while we were playing. And I couldn't believe the results would come off. I yeah. literally I was batting um, for the and I weren't up there batting for long. But by the time I finished, <laughs> I, I went out. There. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
scored like 12. Um, I, I went out and we, it was nil-nil. Literally just kicked off and I came back. It was 2 nil us. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, I think, think Liverpool, Liverpool are... They're, they're a class above, really. Like, let's not, let's not like, beat around the bush. They are a class above. I most can't stand in, most, I know. Most, most teams in this league, them and City, are, are a class above. So you've always got to give them respect. And I think with Liverpool, even if we're 2-0 up, I still have every like worry in me that they could bring it back and still win 3-2 because they're just that sort of quality. So we will probably need two goals to win that game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we need to score two goals to win that game. It's like the last um, a couple of times recently when we've played them. Certainly this season we took the lead. Um, Fournell scored, didn't he? And we lost 2 1. He loves a uh, bargain, then. And then last season, um, we lost 3 uh, 2 mm-hmm. away, which again, we took the lead in that game. Um, I sort of agree with Jamie here. I think it could be an, quite an open end to end game. Um, my prediction will be a 2 1 Liverpool win, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if we nicked a point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sort of with you all, um, but. It'll be end-to-end, but I don't think it'll be overly open. I think we'll do what we do best. We'll be condensed. We'll let them come on to us. We'll nick the ball back. What we do well with Rice and Zilchek and we'll break. Um, again, it'll be like the Everton game. As soon as we get a sniff of nicking that ball, Bowen will be so high uh, because he knows at how high Robertson and Trent play. That'll be a chance of getting in. Um, same, same with whoever's on the two, other side as well. Yeah, foul, I think you foul. starts without that. Is without yeah. that four now starts. Is it'll be the same team that played um, against Palace. Yeah, um, I'm gonna think, uh, make a move anyway. Sorry. All right, mate. Um, See you later, mate. Bye, James. Bye, Bye, James. Don't forget to uh, check us out on Monday when we go live on uh, Twitch. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Have a good Bye. Bye, mate. Bye. Bye. The one thing I did, I was talking to my dad about the game of uh, Palace, I forgot to say. And you know how at the start of the se- uh, when the season first started, we were playing four nows out left, Ben Rama in the middle. And we were kind of wondering why that was. And I think eventually it kind of, when my dad was saying, I think the reason four nows plays out left is he just gives you a bit more defensively than Ben Rama. But Ben Rama's kind of given that creative freedom to drift from central yeah, to Yeah, you watch down. the pair of them. Bowen is so far, Bowen stays wide right. We yeah. know that because he likes cutting on his left foot. We know that. But at different points of the game, you'll see Ben Rama in the middle and four hours wide, and you'll see four hours in the middle and Ben Rama wide, which yeah. is nice because people, players don't know about picking up. That's why Corellis does so well. He'll drift inside and people people won't realise he's there. And he'll pick yeah. the ball up. And that's what Ben Rama started to do. I thought Ben Rama the other day was fantastic um, <laughs> at doing that. So, and he will get, if we get the ball, because of how they defend as well, they defend very high up the pitch in that pressing situation. If we can get the ball quickly and go, Ben Rama, Bowen and Antonio will, will scare the life out of the defence. This is this is a, also like on the other on the flip side of that, this is a huge game for Soufal and Cresswell. Yeah. Um yeah. they're gonna have a lot of pressure on him. Obviously Soufal will probably have Mane and Robertson running at him. Cresswell will have Salah and Trent and it's going to be a big game, therefore, for Bowen and Fournals defensively as well as offensively. Yeah, we is... know Fournals will give us that. We know we'll put that effort in coming back, which yeah. is great. Um, Bowen will also get there. It's just a matter of can they get up as well as down. Yeah, I think this this is, we've said it a few times, this is Sufau's biggest Premier League test. Yeah. 
Um, and Mane's probably been their best player for, for the last few weeks, just how he's playing. Yeah, so, I mean, Sal- Salah's just the form, really, isn't he? Just, yeah. I mean, he got a couple of goals in the FA Cup at the weekend, so that hopefully that doesn't sort of spring him he back. He hasn't scored life. in the Premier League for a while, has he now? No, um, he's, he's blanked about three or four since games pa- in a row. Since Palace, right? Yeah, and yeah. he didn't even start that game. No, so <laughs> yeah. Um, we are, it's, we're, it's interesting. We it's, are... On form, only Man City are on better form than yeah. us at the moment. It's, it's a game that I'm, I'm going into Sunday and I'll be, for once, I won't be nervous about getting tonked. I'll be nervous because we, we actually stand a chance of nicking something out of that game. You know, but the thing, like, I think this is the real thing. At the start of the season, if all of us had predicted a loss, we would have been, we would all been so negative, probably, that whole, the whole podcast before, saying how the team is a joke, everything's not working, Moyes is useless, mainly from you, Dow. <laughs> but this whole podcast has been positive, and we're only predicting a loss because Liverpool is Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Like, you look at the difference when you go back. If, if, you, if we put both podcasts together, this one and the one after Newcastle, the difference in attitude and uh, bubbliness would be madness. Mm. Absolute madness. Because that new class game was... I like it. Yeah. Because that... Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Because <laughs> um, that, um, that podcast and that new class game was horrific. So, uh, what a turn, mate. You've got to give more all the credit in the world for that. Um, is that it? Oh, I've got to do my predictions. Um <sighs> Is everyone gone loss? Has everyone gone yeah. a Liverpool win? Yeah. Uh, last time we all predicted a loss, we won against Everton. So I'm going to go over three-one Liverpool win. Fair I think Oops. I think we score first, and then they they sort of take over again. Um, I know we've talked about the Lingard thing, but as big a confirmation as you want is some Instagram account put a photo out saying Jesse Lingard has joined West Ham on loan. He's liked the post, it seems. He... I've heard, I've read a little while ago, it's a three million uh, fee for four months. It's just how much of the wages we're paying because he's on a healthy chunk of wages. Yeah, you probably find it'll be about 60% something like that. Yeah. Um, no, it'd be interesting. I'm very much looking forward to um, Sunday at 4.30 and I'm really looking forward to doing our first live show on Monday night. It'll be... I think we decided on a half nine start, going away through to eleven. Obviously, if it goes a little bit later, um, because something might be coming in, we'll carry on. Um, if anyone, so we'll, we'll share this out. If anyone would like to join us um, and comment, there is all we'd have to do is sign up to Twitch, watch the live stream. We'll share that literally as we go live. Um, we'll share the stream, and hopefully, we get a few people on um, to participate with us. So, uh, guys, thank you very much for joining me again. No um, worries. Cheers. I, I, hope you, I hope you both have a good weekend. Um, so we play, play on, on Sunday. We play on Sky Sports at four thirty Sunday, and um, the last thing to say is, come on your eyes. Come on your eyes. Come on your eyes. Come on your eyes.